Welcome to the NFT morning. I'm so happy. I'm so excited. I'm so, you know, so, so fresh. You know, this morning I am live from the NFT factory. This is John, John. And, you know, uh, I am currently physically at the NFT factory, you know, with few friends, you know, few people. Hey, people, can you say, way? Can you? I love that, you know. So, you know, this is something new. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I start to speak in English today because we have a very, very special guest. We have the chance and the honor uh, to be with Shavon Rong. Hi, Shavon. Hello. Bonjour. Hey, Shavon. You know, I'm, you know, just, you know, you, all the crowd here will send a few applause for you. Yeah, really. <laughs> you know, you can see there are thousands of people applauding. Yeah. This is very yeah. good for my ego. <laughs> it's good for all ego, you know. <laughs> it's good for all of us. And actually, you know, uh, this is John talking, but remotely, you know, we are with, we are with Rem. Also, Rem, what's up? Hello. So good, so good, so good. And you know, Rem, so, so far, so good. Uh, you know, we are back to school. This is the second one. And so today it's in English because you had the chance to have seven. But, you know, we are in Paris. Rem, you are in Nice, and remotely as a co-host today, we have also Benoit, who is live from Singapore. Hey, Benoit! Hey, 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 from Singapore! <laughs> yeah. Hey! Salut, Benoit! How are you, Benoit? Salut, salut! I'm, I'm okay, okay, very good, very good. <laughs> so, so let, let's, 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 let's go straight to the point. We're here for one reason. Right now, you know, I am in the middle of the factory and I am surrounded by beautiful 3D uh, human portrait, feminine portrait, mostly created by Shavon because tomorrow evening at the NFT factory, we'll have the opening of the Shavon Wong solo show in Paris. Yeah, come on. Woo! It's the applause room. It's, you know, I, I think, you know, we'll have a lot of applause now, but it's really, 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 I'm really excited, really happy, and it's an honor for us, you know, to have you there. So, uh, just, you know, to go to this uh, exhibition, it will start, you know, tomorrow, so it will be an exhibition that will stand for uh, 10 days, if I'm not wrong, even more, two weeks? Until the 9th. Until the 9th, exactly, so until the 9th. And so everybody in Paris, of course, is welcome to go tomorrow evening, you know, to visit the exhibition. And also they have some, and we had the chance, you know, if you follow Shavon on Twitter, and if you don't, you know, you should start right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, because, you know, we had the chance to discover the exclusive pieces that you are dropping, you know, for this exhibition. If I'm not wrong, there are seven pieces, right? So there are three new pieces. Three new pieces, yes. right. And then there are also four pieces that will be shown here that will be for sale. So there's seven pieces for sale in total. Seven pieces for sale, uh, including three that are totally new, totally exclusive. And so, uh, you know, we'll talk about it. And yeah, it's very, very exciting. And uh, so, but before that, Shavon, just, you know, uh, for people who don't know you, uh, just wanting to come back about on basically maybe, yeah, who you are, uh, <laughs> basically, uh, because I... You are not used to come to Paris. I think it's the first time you're coming since a while. You are based in Asia. You're doing a lot of things. You know, I think if I would have to define what you're doing, uh, it's always complex. But, you know, you have something that make, you know, some that define great artists. You know, when we see what you're doing, uh, we know that it is you. Uh, you are, I would say, uh, a 3D uh, magician. <laughs> it's like, yeah, because you know what you're doing are extremely realistic uh, portrait and very expressive, uh, realistic portrait, uh, mainly of women, if I'm not wrong, uh, and uh, in different situations. And so, you know what define for me, you know, what touch me in what you're doing is the intensity, you know, especially in the, yeah, in everything, but especially in the, in the way, you know, 
the artwork is looking at you, the, per the character, the eyes, the movement of the eyes and, the, and the, the, what they are expressing. Uh, but, you know, maybe you want to complete what I am saying, you know, how you, it's always hard to define yourself, but what is important for you when you create? Should I give a little bit of background for myself? Of course, let's start with the background. Okay, yeah. I'll just have a little bit of a background. Sure. So I have a history doing fashion photography for about a decade. Uh, that was something that I was focused on and was my career for a really good amount of time. And then, of course, when COVID came, things changed and I was no longer allowed to do photo shoots. So from there, I pivoted to doing 3D. And the aim was always to go back to my clients and say, hey, if you need virtual models, I have them. But as I was getting to a stage where my models were getting better, um, that's when I started to hear about NFTs. So for me, it was like, oh, this thing is cool and new and I don't understand it, so let's give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really good timing because it was right before the Beeple boom. So when I had joined the space, I started minting artworks, um, you know, building up my Twitter following, getting to know different people. And then when the boom happened, I was able to ride the wave. And since then, I've never looked back. So for me, I use my virtual models to tell human stories. It is something that I enjoy doing. That is basically the tagline I like to use. Okay, so yeah, human, human stories. Uh, just to stay on the background, so yeah, well, you know, can you define the moment, uh, how, you know, because it's not obvious, you know, especially maybe, you know, uh, with what you, you, what is the, when is the first time you heard about NFTs? What, what happened to you? What was your reaction, you know, when you uh, realized that that was existing, basically? So I heard about NFTs from my husband. So my husband has been in crypto since 2017. Mm. Um, and, you know, during our meals as a husband and wife, he would tell me about so many things about crypto. And I was the supportive wife going, oh, <laughs> oh you seem happy. <laughs> but like, it was never something that interested me, right? Because it was so technical and like very financial. It was just really some some is really boring to me, um, but like when he first told yeah, me it about it was like NFTs, a bank job basically for you, yes, you know, exactly. finance and stuff like that. Like my brain just didn't want to understand it. <laughs> 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 then like um, after a while, when he first told me about NFTs, I started to see like oh, okay, like this could be something that I could be part of, right? Because this is where art comes in. And growing up, I've always been a creative person and doing photography, then moving to three D. I've always known myself to be a creative person, so like this was a space where I could oh be an artist, do art, sell art. Um, so I decided to just check it out. Obviously, the learning the learning journey was a bit steep, but I was very thankful that I had my husband because he could hold my hands through the times where I had to use MetaMask. It was always terrifying. It still is terrifying. But, you know, I think I think having him help onboard me and then, like, um, getting into space. And then what I had found most interesting was also as I joined the space, it was during COVID, right? And so, like, there were so many more artists who were all joining together. And I found myself in this, surrounded by people who are both creative and open-minded, right? And I think that was when I was like, oh, I really found the people that I enjoy speaking to and hanging out with. And that was really just how I all totally fell into the NFT space. So, yeah, the new space was everything possible. A lot of people coming from different backgrounds and, uh, you know, coming with their fresh ideas, mm -hmm. creating something. <clears throat> That's awesome. And so, just, you know, to... You know, because of course, you know, know, when you talk about your background, about fashion, photography, especially, then, you know, when we look at your art, artwork, uh, it seems obvious at the end of the day, say, oh, okay, yeah, you, we see the photographer uh, eyes, I would say, you know, in what you're doing, but are you starting from real models or how does it work exactly? So when I was doing fashion photography, obviously during those periods when we had to do photo shoots, we often had to choose the models for the photo shoots itself, whether it was for commercial or like test shoots. And a lot of times the model agencies still send over like digitals of the models. So like where you see the, fa the front facing, the side facing, basically just a good way to see their faces, right? And when we look at all these digitals, the comp cards of these models, um, from there on, I will kind of choose the kind of faces that I'm, I'm drawn towards that I feel like, oh, will be suitable for a shoot. Now, after 10 years, it was starting to be clear to me that there are certain features that I'm drawn towards, certain kind of face shapes that I'm drawn towards. And also, like, sometimes, like, there are models that I want to shoot that I don't get access to. So when I started to do my 3D models, um, they're not really based on any single human because I, I didn't want to just take someone's face. <laughs> so I started creating my own humans, but basically all the models I create are the kind of faces that I would have loved to photo shoot uh, on my own. Ah, yes. so, but uh, are there some, uh, because I guess, you know, there are people you are dreaming about uh, uh, picturizing, photographing. Uh, 
uh, are these some of these people? Uh, I, I have no idea. Some of them are like uh, uh, famous people. Oh, no, no, you are inventing them, right? Yeah. So like, I I basically have some faces that I'm drawn to, and I kind of mishmash them together. So like, wow. I, I make my my child. So so if I look well, I can say, oh, this person is a mix of this person plus this one, for example. If you look very closely, maybe yes. <laughs> It's new game idea. Yes. <laughs> yes who's behind? <laughs> Okay, cool. No, no, that that's uh, that, that's really impressive, and I believe also people in the space. You know, of course, you know we are sharing link, so you can discover the artworks, and especially now, you know, the artworks that are uh, has been created. You know, uh, for this new uh, exhibition, uh, I'm trying to to check because I, I have the chance, you know, to have a lot of your artworks right now, and so I, I don't know where to see. There are so many. So yeah, I can see the 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 the, the first one. Uh, can you remind what, what is the what is the name of this one? So right in front are the three works that I created for Marie Claire, uh, Marie Claire Arabia. Um, so like there's three pieces. One of them is called Nature's Muse. There's the Stargazers, and then there's one that's called uh, Ocean's Whisper. And basically, these three three pieces were created in collaboration with Marie Claire Arabia. They had approached me and said that they like my work um, and that they wanted to do a digital editorial with me. So I was like, okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and so like these are the three works that I created in collaboration with them and they will be featured in the September issue of their current magazine. In the next September? Okay, wow. And so, so these three artworks, they are the first one, you know, when you go inside the NFT factory. So the, on the right rule, uh, you, can, you can see them. And so, uh, yeah, we can feel like, you know, I don't know exactly, you know, if you had a specific, uh, you get a specific uh, starting point, you know, to create this. What was the idea behind? So when she first approached me, she was telling me that she wanted three different characters to show like three different backstories. Like one of them, she wanted her to be underwater. She wanted one to be in space. And then she wanted the last one to be with like flowers and nature. So that was really a, the, the most general Um, brief that I got and from there I was thinking about it like um, the idea and concept that I, I started to work on was that you know as a child when we were young we often have dreams right and often these dreams are not realistic we are like oh you know I want to be a pirate I want to be a dinosaur hunter I want to be an astronaut or I want to be that, that forest nymph or mermaid right so like I was going through those thought process when I created this tree um, works I was thinking like okay these are like some of the dreams that could come true in a way like this is the visualization of that end result like if you're a mermaid like this is how it could look like if you're the forest nymph this is how it could look like if you're the space woman this is how it could look like wow okay so starting from the yeah for the the, the, the child dreams you know to create something and so of course you know in kind of when you work with this kind of uh, magazines with Marie Claire I think there is I won't say uh, a politic message but in a way Uh, it's a way, of course, to, to express also uh, that there are no limits, I guess, you know, in what women can do. Mm -mm, yes. Okay, yeah, I see. So if you want to be an astronaut, you can be an astronaut, basically. Exactly. Of course, of course. And so maybe uh, Benoit, who there also, you can explain a bit more. Yeah, yes. talk a bit more about yes, the, the collaboration yes. and the, 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 what's going to yes. happen, you know. Yes. Uh, first, I want, I want, there are three things I would like to say. First thing is uh, the reason why we have uh, Shavon. Oh, can you hear me now? Yes. 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 Okay. No. The reason why we have Shavon here today for two weeks. Uh, there are different things. First, I want to thank Loris and Titu because you know at factory at the factory. Wait. All wait, the wait, team, wait. 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 Uh, <laughs> Yes, I want to thank especially Loris and Titu because, as I said, at NFT Factory, the whole team is, uh, we are all art lovers. And we, we don't know all the, all the artists that are producing art out there. And I have to say that Shavon was introduced to me by, I don't remember, either Loris or Titu or the two together. So I, I want to thank them because they, they showed me the, the Shavon work. And then also, uh, Shavon is here today because of you, John. Applause for John. Hey, applause for myself. Woo! 
Yes, because because we met, we physically met uh, Shavon in Lisbon hey. uh, with Loris and Tito. Yes, at NFC, and uh, and you know when we met and we discussed with Shavon, and especially at the OMZ party, you know, uh, I could feel the amazing energy she has. Uh, the the energy Shavon has is amazing. <laughs> And I, 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 I really mean it, you know. Uh, you know, you can see it from 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 her smile, from her eyes. You know, it's it's transpiring. So so I'm very happy to host you uh, at Anity Factory, Shavon. And yeah, Sharon wants to say something. Yes. Yeah. But Noah is saying this because he knows that I like to say that he's my favorite curator. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Male, favorite, the favorite male, male curator. curator. Yes, you're number one. Yes. Very happy for you. Yeah, thank you. Yes. Uh, the, the second thing I want to say is um, uh, I, I, I did not see the art on the wall yet. I will see them tomorrow. But what I know is when you see the art on big on, on the walls on big screen, it makes a whole different effect than compared to seeing the work on your mobile phone or your laptop. And this is something I, I have observed at many occasions, and the artists also, they can see that. So if you know Shavon's work from your laptop or from your mobile, you still need to come and check them on the big screens on our walls, because it makes a big difference. So this is the second thing I wanted to say. And the, the last thing is, uh, for me, I compare Shavon to, you know, uh, maybe the, the sculptors, you know, because for a sculptor to convey emotions and, and expressions, it takes two skills. You need to have the artistic uh, talent, you know, sensibility, but you also need to master a technique, you know. Uh, and, and for me, uh, this is why I compare 3D art to sculpture, because to make a good sculpture, artistic sculpture, you need to master the skills of sculpting and you need to have uh, a sensibility to convey emotions. And this is what Shaban does for 3D, so so it's kind of the equivalent. I don't know, Shaban, if you have the same view, but for me, it's it's kind of this. I make this comparison. Thank you, Benoit. Um, this is nice. You can you can continue talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but yeah, I, I can confirm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, it's you can you can have sens sensibility and you can be able to produce emotions, but to do it uh, in a sculpture or to do it in a 3D with 3D, you need to really master the technique. So it's not only having you know a talent as artist; it's also having a talent as mastering a skill, which is 3D. And, and, and Shavon has both of, the, of those two sides, and the, the output is just amazing. Uh, yeah, I think you know you, you expressed that with a really good word, Benoit, and uh, I, I would not say, uh, yeah, I could not express it better. Uh, it's exactly what you feel, and I agree with you, you know, because no, I'm, I'm looking at this girl, you know, and I feel like, you know, she's watching me. Uh, what is the name of this artwork, Shavon, again? It's, this one is... Uh, this one is called Everything Yet Nothing. This one was sold on Sotheby's. It was sold on Sotheby's, and it's... Wow! <laughs> you know, it's a masterpiece, you know? You have this... Yeah, no, no, it's... You know, I, I cannot... I cannot, you know, uh, unwatch her. You know, I feel like, you know, I have, a, you know, I have something special happening. And you know, I think this kind of emotion, because you know, I, you, you should have a look, and we will share the link, you know, about everything on nothing artwork that was sold on Sotheby's. Uh, but you know, you see this girl with this, uh, it's kind of a dia, diadem or something like this, or you kind of. Yeah, yeah. by them like a kind of uh, yeah diamond crown, I would say, uh, and so with a makeup, you know, uh, makeup kind of crying makeup, and uh, you have a blurb effect and some particles also in the hair, and it's extremely strong. You know, the emotion you know from this artwork is strong, and when you watch it. You know, because I already watch it, you know, on the internet, you know, of course, you know, but most of the time you watch artwork on Twitter, uh, you know, when I say chat and, you know, you have some nice videos and it's cool. But, you know, when you watch it this way on the screen, you know, I really feel like, wow, you know, what's going on? And it's strong, it's powerful, you know. And, you know, this is what I, you know, I'm really, you know, this morning I feel like, you know, I, I feel emotional a bit because I see all these faces, you know, it's one of them. But, you know, I see all these faces, you know, all these uh you know, kind of uh, teardrops also for some of them, uh, this emotion, you know, these uh, feelings from all these characters. 
And you know, I feel like you know we are. I feel like we are not. You know, even if you are alone in the factory, you are not alone with all these characters. And uh, and so yeah, that's that's really strong. You know, that's really strong. I really recommend you know to come at the opening, but also you know even to come if you bypass because I think you know you really can spend time watching this artwork and watching again. You know, and uh, for some of them it's pretty obsessive. You know, you have this feeling sometimes of being obsessive. You know, by watching something. You know what I mean? I mean, like, I guess for myself, I do kind of stare at my own works quite a bit. I mean, <laughs> on one side is to make sure that there are no errors. <laughs> but you know, you are the artist, so sometimes you are tired by your artworks also, no? Yeah, but, but I like them. I, I personally like my artworks too, so I do, li I do like staring at them too. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. And so, uh, and so yeah, just to, 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 so, you know, just to come back on your journey, uh, basically, you know, just before the factory, you know, you've been doing a long journey the last uh, three years now. Wow, three years, exactly. Uh, you mentioning, you know, you, you started with, uh, you started on foundation, you know, if I'm not wrong, uh, and uh, started with a lot of, you know, new creative artists at this moment. It was kind of booming and buzzing. And so you started to find collectors at this moment, if I'm not wrong. Uh, did you feel like, you know, there was a moment you know, with the first, with one key collector that changed something for you at a moment in the space? Um, I don't, I wouldn't say that. I think like every single sale I've had is just still kind of mind blowing to me. Yeah. Right. It's, 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 I mean, like obviously the first sale was like, oh shit, this is the thing. This is real. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, oh my goodness, this is real. But like, I think every sale after that, it's, it's still this, this feeling of like, um, okay, I'll go back a little bit. So, it's kind of interesting because I come from a very commercial background as a photographer. I've always worked for clients. And when you work for clients a lot, there's at a certain point of time, you like to dream to yourself like, oh my God, if I could just not have clients and do my own thing, how nice is it, right? Everybody dreams about not having clients. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, how nice is it to not have clients? I can just do my own thing. Um, and But I, what I had also realized that was that I had underestimated how terrifying it was to just do your own thing and put it out there, right? How What a vulnerable feeling it is to be like, here's my heart and soul to the world and like, do you like it? I hope you like it. So like, to me, whenever people actually take that step to purchase my work is just such a validation of like, oh my goodness, you actually like it enough to do that. Um, so honestly, every single sale is still kind of mind-blowing to me. Of course, of course. But you know, the, you've been active, so you know, you took kind of, uh, I would say organically, but you know, uh, some uh, visibility in the space and got more and more collectors. And so you are, and so this is how also you, you've been also, you became kind of, also a representative of some Asian artists, you know, with this uh, NFT Asia also uh, movement. Can you explain more, you know, also what is it? What is it? It's a collective, basically? Uh... Mm, yeah, so it's basically just a community of artists. Um, we came together in March 2021. Um, and during then, you know, I think it just started from us going like, oh, you know, there's just so few Asians in the space, which is weird because there's so many Asians in the world. <laughs> and we're like, surely we're out there. Um, so we decided to put together, like we had a Discord already. So we decided like, why don't we open it up and let people join and like, let's see what happens. And as that people started to join, it, it, really, it started really from this very wholesome want to just support each other and put each other out there, right? Because so many of these artists, when they are based in Asia, in Southeast Asia, etc., um, English is not their first language, right? So like even for me, um, where English is my first language and I talk about my art, I talk about myself, it can get a bit weird, it can get a bit awkward, it can be a bit difficult, right? But I can't imagine doing it in, in if like English is just not my thing, right? So for me, like, uh, and us in, at NFT Asia, I think we just really wanted to help all these artists, uh, push them out there and, and really bring some exposure to them, give them opportunities, etc. So that's kind of what we do right now. So yeah, it's like being strong together. I feel also, you know, I feel like, you know, this is the thing, you know, because, you know, sometimes you can be just a bit lonely in this space. Yes, you mentioned yes. in the language barrier, that's one thing, but even without, you know, even in English, as you say, sometimes as an artist, you know, if you don't have like a crew, mm. you know, sometimes you can feel lonely. If yes, you, know, you yes. need, you know, you need people to, to resonate, you know, when you are doing a drop and helping you. Mm. And I saw what you're doing on events, you know, for example, you know, it's a good way to promote them, you know, in the Western world, basically. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's also small things, right? Like just like like you said, when you post something on Twitter, you can feel like you're just posting to this black void of nothingness where like nobody responds to you. And sometimes Twitter can be such a grind and so difficult. You're just like, oh, I have to go and do and and talk to people and stuff. But I think like when you start making actual friends in the space, right, then it just it becomes a more natural thing to want to support as opposed to doing a grind. And it also just makes the process of like putting yourself out there a little easier if you have friends. Of course. So I think that was also one of the goals to kind of just connect people so they don't feel so alone in the space. But you know, on the other hand, I feel like now that since I would say if you take the comparison between I would say one year or even two years ago and now, the Asian scene is now becoming much more stronger. Yes. And you know, uh, yes. No, I feel like that, you know, maybe it's okay. Maybe uh, my dear Greta also maybe uh, is influencing me, but I feel like I'll see only as an artist on my side now. We're taking over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, yeah. no, no you, are, you are a lot of big uh, Asian figures in the space, you know, that are kind of a key artists and mm. uh, really recognized yes. and, and part of, and collected by a lot of key collectors, right? Yes, yes, yes. And now, you know, and you can, and actually, you know, you can see even, you know, what's going on when you are in Paris, you know, all these people going to Asia. Uh, you know, you, I feel like, you, do you feel like, you know, there is kind of, a, a, you know, the center of, because I have this feeling that the center of attraction of NFT and art, you know, uh, digital art, mm. now is a bit, I would say, not leaving uh, Western countries, but that there is a recentralization, you know, to the Eastern world. So you have this feeling or not? I, I think there is a bit of a shift. I mean, um, firstly, I think when NFTs popped off, they popped off in the West, right? And um, with that, there was a lot of language barriers happening in the East where like uh, even the guides on how to get money into your MetaMask account, there just isn't any guides in their language, right? So like there was a lot of barriers just talk, talking about language and then talking about like, the banks, etc., and then I think you know also like the West had opened up earlier than the, than Asia did in COVID, so like you guys started having more conferences and gatherings. So right, obviously that was a great time for people to meet up and then build friendship, build cliques, and all of that. And that then made it a bit difficult for the Asian side. But now I think now that the whole world has kind of opened up a lot more, um, people are meeting up more, and there's just more people interested in this digital things that's going forward and the languages have been less of an issue as more and more people get onboarded and share with their friends. I think, you know, there numerically there is also a lot of Asians. So I think, yeah, the, that, that, that there will be a bit of a shift as more and more Asians come into the space. Yeah, you know, and I think, and I feel like it's also kind of natural because of course, you know, Asian pop culture was always in mind, you know, I would say at least, you know, the uh, Japanese uh, mm. manga culture, you know, was in every drop, but it was like most, mainly Americans people, you know, doing Asian style uh, artwork. Yes. And now, you know, you feel like, you know, now, yeah, people are discovering more and more of these people. And uh, yeah, you can see, you know, all this crowd now on this event happening there. You know, I feel like it's even bigger than, uh, you know, you have more attention than even NFT and YC or stuff like that. So something is happening. That's interesting. But just, you know, to come back on right here right now uh, at the factory you know just to come into details you know you we have these three new pieces you know that you've been uh, working on you know uh, for Marie Claire Arabia uh, and I believe also you know from tomorrow uh, maybe Benoit you can also feel free to to explain also I think you know we are you are dropping you know for the first time seven artworks so these three artworks plus for for other ones, right? So the four artworks are already existing artworks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So those I have already been minted and listed for a while, and then okay. these three are the brand new ones. Okay. Can maybe you can tell us more a bit more? Uh, so all of them just to to uh, so they are dropped as a one ones. All of them, right? Yes. Yes. So it's seven one ones. Yes. And uh, and so they are uh, minted on. Um, that minting some of them are on super rare if i'm not wrong yes all of them are on super rare no 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 ah. so the first three ones are gonna be on foundation hey <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then the other four have already been minted on super rare and because they're like two of them belong in a series of three and the other two also belongs in a series so maybe i don't want to separate maybe you can tell us a bit more about these artworks also that are minted on the on Super right now? Yeah, okay. So I have two pieces. Uh, two of them are part of a series called The Shimmering Veil. And on in that series, you will see this woman with her face covered by diamonds and glitters that just moves all across her face. 
And for, for this series, it kind of talks about how like sometimes we hide behind our highlight reel. We hide behind the jewels and the things that make us look beautiful, even though underneath, you know, like there is substance, there is character, but we, we, aren't, as, we aren't as willing to show it, right? Uh, so these two are already on Super Rare. And then I have another two pieces that is from my exhibition earlier this year, where I held my first solo exhibition. And that those two pieces are from a series called The Ties That Bind. And in this exhibition, it was me, again, focusing on human stories, right? So, like, one of them talks about the introvert and extrovert parts of ourselves. And it's an interactive dynamic artwork such that it is based on the Ethereum traffic. And the way it works is that as the Ethereum traffic goes high, the extrovert comes out a little bit more and the introvert hides away and vice versa. So, it's, it's what, kind of a dynamic also? Yes, it's dynamic artwork. Wow. Yeah. So it's, oh, I didn't, you know, I, I saw, the, I knew the artwork. You know, this is why it's good to talk. <laughs> it's dynamic. You know, it's, I, I saw the artwork and knew, you know, yeah, of course, you know, it's your style. It's beautiful. It's a bit, you know, we see this, uh, yeah, these diamonds recovering the face, coming and leaving, you know. Uh, it's almost, uh, yeah, completely recovering and then leaving. And so this is, this quantity of, this is, what is exactly dynamic in the artwork? Uh, not this two, the other oh, yeah. two. So ah, like those this, are two, yeah. yeah, this one shown over here. I know okay, nobody okay. can hear yeah, yeah, where yeah. I'm pointing. Okay. Um, but <laughs> yeah. but it's, it's, it's the one where I, had, I show a bluish introvert version and an orange version that is the extrovert version. And so the, the extrovert is the one that is still available. And she, okay. would, she would reveal herself more and more as, you know, the bull market comes back <laughs> just to show the extrovert side of it. Yeah. That's cool. And That's then cool. I have one more piece over there, on the one on the big screen. Yeah. And that one is called In Suspension. And that one's also dynamic. So that one talks about how, you know, sometimes in life we feel like so much, in, like time is just passing by, right? It feels like it's hard to, to grasp onto it. Like you can't control time. And so like in, if you look at a piece, you see the time just passing day to night, day to night. And it's a dynamic artwork. And the way it works is that when you look at it, uh, when you first open it on the website, the day and night goes by very, very quickly. Like day, night, day, night, day, night. But the longer you spend time with her, the more you're present with her, the time starts to slow down. And that's the way to talk about like how, you know, sometimes when people go through things, it's also like having a presence that can help people be more grounded in the present time we're in. I see. Wow. That's, wow. It was like, but it was also your first dynamic work, right? Oh. Um, so I had my first dynamic work early 2022 when I just tried to do something that is based on time. But this set is definitely the more the one that I kind of really used it more in the concept of like a story I wanted to tell of the artwork. That's really cool, and it's, it's something you still you you want to continue to experiment. Yes, yes. Yeah, this is the feeling. You know, it's in the area. I think a lot of artists are excited, you know, about this, and yeah, you know, following the you know what's happening on chain, basically. Yeah, I think for me, it's it's, it's the this is one of the most exciting thing about being in this space, right? It's just you're just involved in a space that does so much innovation all the time. There's so much changes, there's so much improvements, and, you know, there's yeah. so much new features. And, and to me, as an artist, it's just more tools that I can use in my artwork and tell the stories I want to tell. Because to me, I don't really like the idea of just using technology for the sake of technology. I like to use it in a way that it actually helps the concept of the artwork be stronger and really helps the artwork be better holistically as a whole, of right? So, so when I am able to figure out how to use all these different concepts in uh, technology in a way that helps push the artwork's potential, it makes me very happy. So like, as, as the space gets better and, and builds more and does more, I, to me, it just means that there is even more that I can do with the artwork I create. I see, I see. Yeah, and it's all, also about, I guess, you know, yeah, learning in a way, you know, because this is what, on my side, you know, I love in this space. Yeah, you know, you cannot be bored. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's, uh, it moves fast. <laughs> no, yeah, you know, the, you know, and it's, you know, I think, you know, it's sending some kind of uh, dopamine or exciting stuff, you know, in your brain because you are always learning, you know, it's kind of, yeah, it's a drug, you know, like innovations, learning, trying, playing, uh, and trying again, and, you know, and always, you know, and what is, what is you know, great, you know, what you're doing, you keep your, you know, consistency, of course, in your style, and, you know, it's still really strongly recognizable. So, you know, it, yeah, no, it's really good to discover that. And, you know, this is why you have so many people who like uh, what you're doing. And uh, basically, you know, part of these people are, are here also. Hey, uh, maybe, you know, I think, you know, Loris, you know, maybe you can come say a few words also. <laughs> 
just put him on the spot. <laughs> and I said, why, why are you asking me to come right now? <laughs> no, you know, I think, uh, and, and then, you know, I think also before that, you know, I know Benoit, you wanted to share something also. Yes, yes, I, I was, uh, you talked about in suspension, and uh, this is one of the artworks that really struck me, you know, uh, with the depth, because you have these flowers in the front that are blurry, and, you know, you have this depth in this, uh, in this artwork that is amazing, and it's not that usual for 3D art to have this kind of scenery, uh, you know, uh, the depth of it, so I, I really, I really love this one, I really love this Yay. one. Yay, go on. How long does it take to create a, an artwork like that in suspension, for instance? Or, so, how long does it take for, for, from, the, from scratch, from the ID to the outcome? Um, I guess usually it's a bit hard to say on that just because sometimes people um, expect to know how long the model's been taken to create. So for me, usually uh, I have a set of models that I create between artworks. So like I will always have more models to choose from. So if you take the model aside where I already have used her, created her and can just reuse her for this artwork, this piece took about... I would say it took about two weeks to do, but the rendering took a really, really long time because I had to do the different versions where the time was like slower and faster. And I actually used ChatGPT to help me to code a little bit on how to have the time change based on her moving and stuff. And so, so that was cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And so yeah, ChatGPT is becoming a must-have. You think for most uh, of the the artists? I think so. I th I feel like you know there's there's all this technology again that that can be super helpful and making things more efficient, making things easier. And so even for me, um, I remember when AI first became a thing, right? Um, my knee-jerk reaction was like, I didn't like it. Like, oh my God. Like when I first saw Midjourney or, or even before that, uh, I can't remember what's the other one called, but like I remember saw it, seeing it and going, oh, I don't, I don't know if I like it. Um, but I had really thought quite deep into it of like why I was trying to figure out, psychoanalyze myself on why I didn't like it. And I... What I ended up with was that I, would, I just didn't want to be replaced, right? Like, I've always seen myself to be somebody who is at the front of things, you know, like, technology, I'm at there. And then suddenly, I went AI um, with So you AI. felt like it was frightening you. Yeah, I, I suddenly found myself at the back of it. And I didn't like it, right? But, so, but if I really think about it, to me, my opinion of AI just doesn't matter. Like, it's just going to happen anyway. So it just makes more sense for me to learn and adapt and figure out, like, how I can use it in my toolbox in the future and always be open to seeing, like, what are the new updates and features that's coming that I could eventually use, right? Because if I just close my eyes and pretend it doesn't exist, like, I would just be left behind. Ah, uh, yeah, of course. But you, you, so could we, are you playing sometimes with like a DALI or uh, journey or stuff like that? Um, so I do use a bit of AI in like helping some of my artwork, such as the pieces over there that is called the Invisible March of Time, where the idea of that piece is that it, the woman just slowly ages over a span of period, right? So what I had done was I had rendered a young version, a middle-aged version, and an older version, and I had used AI to help create the blend in between. I yeah. see. So, so I have been using it to help in, in my workflow. Um, not in the traditional, right? I mean, nothing about AI is traditional right now, but like in the traditional so you're, way. You're that more using AI as yeah, an advisor to do, have the best use of the tool that you are working with, right? Yes, yes. Basically. So to have tips, how can I do this? Uh, I want to do this kind of effect. What or I can I how do? can I make this a little easier, a little faster? Yeah. Yeah, I use it the same way, you know, to, do some, you know, to brief. People say, use this after effect effect. I have no idea, but oh, what is after effect? But I say, <laughs> ChatGPT told me to use this one. So, yeah. Nice. And, uh, and it's helping, yeah, it's helping. Uh, and so, yeah, I wanted to ask you, Loris, you know, yeah, to share, because, you know, I think you, you introduced uh, Shavon with Benoit. Uh, so you've been following also Shavon's work, and so maybe you wanted to say a few things. Sure. So first, I'm really happy and excited to see Sharon Wong here in real life and having this show at the NFT factory. Um, it's really exciting. And yeah, little story. I discovered Sharon with uh, by proxy, actually. And I have a little story uh, with this uh, particular collection, which is over there for the maybe one where in real life. Maybe you can talk a bit more about uh, yeah. by, what is by proxy. So by proxy, the story is that first I, I, I got into the collection. I didn't know you very well at that time. And um, I saw like the main story, like it was the, um, it was uh, like uh, young girls from Singapore that are having his childhood and growing up there. 
and I say, oh, that's a nice, uh, that's nice reportage, that's a nice uh, photo reportage. But then I went another time, like a few days later, and I realized that oh, but Chevron is a 3D artist, so um, I. I I started reading about the, the story and then I said, oh, so what I'm saying, it's fake. Actually, the, the ladies in the reportage are fake. They're, they're made with 3D. So at this very moment, uh, all the, um, the collection uh, took another sense to me and it, it really blew my mind. Like I was fooled by Chavon, uh, you know. <laughs> and so the story of these collections, it's, it's really, really interesting. And because you have your friend, uh, if I recall well, it's one of your uh, like childhood friends also. Uh, doing photography, um, like the um, the viewer is easily fooled by by all these reporters. So that's the story uh, on how I discovered Chavon. And then at your last exhibition in uh, Singapore with the ties that bind, like the the dynamic NFTs, uh, really blown also my mind away. Especially yes, the 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 one uh, uh, with the the face like aging every. Uh, Every year, I guess. Yeah, it's it's it's, and uh, and also wanted to highlight um, something else because we worked here with the Arab Bank Switzerland, uh, the NFT factory, and and uh, and yes, and thanks to this with Shavon, uh, uh, this um, beyond the surface, the another NFT from this collection is the girl with the red lips. Yeah, the one we mentioned. The one we mentioned just before is part of their collection actually and uh it's a really also a really beautiful piece and um and uh and yes yeah, so now now we, now we hear we all okay. those work and it's really it's cool. Live. It's, it's live. Real. <laughs> That's cool. And uh, no, thank you very much, Loris. You know, you can stay also, uh, you know, with us on the table. And okay, you know, we mentioned them, and Benoit mentioned you at the beginning. He mentioned also T2, who's there, so who uh, basically playing, uh, you know, a key role in every exhibition at the NFT factory. I would say that without T2, there's no exhibition basically. So, <laughs> so yeah, maybe T2, you know, you can share also your thought, you know, about this, uh, about this opening. Yes, I just uh, very am very curious about uh, the reaction of the public because uh, it's the first time I think we have a, lo a lot of uh, 3D uh, very realistic. So uh, I really enjoy to to see a uh, public uh, coming, and uh, I'm I'm very curious to to see the reaction of everybody. So enjoy. Yeah, no, that's cool, and I think it's important to mention that because it's true that you know uh, we have a lot of uh, you know the space is full of. AI, as we say, generative art, uh, or even you know uh, different kind of uh, uh, different kind of style, the glitch, uh, etc. And it's true that you know 3D. You have not so much huge 3D artists uh, in the space that you know. Sometimes it's not recognized at the the. I would say. Uh, yeah, the, the uh, one of the most important, you know, uh, technical and trend, you know, in the NFT space. Uh, so you, you you have this feeling also. Or? It is quite funny because I am part of this other collective called Bloom, uh, of which there's also a lot of 3D artists, and we often say like, oh, I don't know, it feels like. We are also kind of underrated, but we are too shy to say. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, I remember, like, uh, in twenty twenty one, we was like, photography is underrated, and we were like, "Wow, look at them go!" And then now we're like, "So, so are we? We are underrated too." <laughs> um, but I think it's just interesting, right? Because to me, three D is such a digital medium. Like, it is literally just made for this medium, right? And and to me, it it just makes a lot of sense that it's do well in NFTs, but I guess there's just also not really that many 3D artists right now, or 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 at least I would say there's just not as much attention given to this medium as it to me deserves. Yeah, no, you have some. You can maybe a fuck render, or I would say some uh, some of them that are really big. But it's true that you know, okay, people in a way, uh, <laughs> but you know, I feel like you know there are, there is something that make them consider more of uh, digital artists than crypto artists. You have this kind of feeling. Mm. And uh, but, um, I guess so. But but I don't know. I think it's also small things like oh, you know, like generative art, right? Like to me, this like this is a medium that is 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 very important to space, which I completely understand, right? Because it yeah. is like totally on chain, and it is it is also cool. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah, is super of course, cool. of course, it's cool. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So so like to me, when when I whenever I meet generative artists, I'm like, oh my god, you you 
brain magician, right? Because you have your left brain and your right brain both working. That's cool because one of my side isn't really working very well. <laughs> <laughs> so like to me, like generative art, it, it makes a lot of sense. But to me also, like 3D art is just such a digital thing that I think that, you know, in the NFT space, it should just have a little bit more attention. <laughs> yeah. No, but you know, I think it is because uh, in terms of uh, aesthetic and in terms of feeling and emotion, you know, that can provide it, but can be provided, you know, it's, yeah, it's huge, yeah, you know, yeah. it's huge. And I think, you know, um, I realized that, you know, on my side, you know, when I was at the, yeah, the Beeple event, actually, when he did opening and you have this big exhibition of a lot of 3D artists and say, yeah, you know, every, you know, you have so many because 3D is the same, you know, it's just one technical and then, you know, you have hundreds of style, you yeah, know, made yeah. with 3D, you yeah. know, and you can have realistic and realistic. You can have like a lot of things. And I also, I also think with 3D, to me, it's like the potential of creation is just everything you want to create, right? Just based on whatever you want to create, you can literally do anything. You can create anything. Like for, um, and like in Bloom, like we have Hannes Hamel, he just does beautiful flowers. Uh, of, and he, well, he can do a lot of things, but he focuses on creating yeah. these beautiful flowers. There's Christian No Creative who like does this beautiful cloth. And like, so like, it's, there's just so much potential on like whatever you want to create. Um, to me, that was actually what was most interesting for me going from photography over to 3D was that as a creative, I have such much more expansion of tools I can do on what I could create. Um, my models now can be underwater or in space because who needs oxygen now? You know, I can really just play with whatever ideas I want and, and go yeah. as far as I can. The physical law, you don't exactly. need to, 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 to care about physical laws, you know, to create your models, basically. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, and I think, you know, uh, what Laurie said, you know, it's, yeah, you know, what it, when you realize, and I think, you know, a lot of people have this feeling, you know, when you, they see your work, we don't know. That was my favorite reaction. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. just like to confuse people. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, uh, you remember, uh, Shabon, when, uh, when we met uh, in Lisbon, I had you show me on your screen the, the process because I couldn't believe it was 3D. And you had to show me on your screen the process. <laughs> so I, I, can, I can believe it. Yes, I remember that no, too. No, and that's it. Yeah, you know, this is what is... You know, this is what makes this feeling also. Is it, this it real? Is it not? And I, I feel like, you know, some masters, you know, uh, yeah, in the 15th century, you know, when they were doing a realistic portrait, you know, they had this same feeling, you know, when they were creating some masterpieces. You know, of course, you know, at this time you had no photography. Is she in the room? Is she looking at me? And I, this is what makes it, you know, I, I would not say weird, but really special when you have this feeling, say, wow, what, you know, it's, yeah, you have the, it's it's really a strange feeling, and now you know I you know I see this portrait. It's it's strong. So yeah, again you know come on uh, opening tomorrow at uh, six thirty p.m. six thirty p.m. Uh, on so uh, just to give you the key information. So August thirty first, uh, six p.m. Maybe you know T two come on come on. So you will give you will share all the details about the solo show and the opening, and also yeah for all the visitors who want to join the factory. He will share it more confidently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you have the, um, the opening tomorrow, and uh, you can uh, sign up on the website of NFT Factory for some uh, visits of a tour with Shavon. Uh, so it's uh, September first. You can have a personal tour with Shavon. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You have some some. Uh, you can sign up in the website. It's uh, for Saturday and Friday, the September first, the September second. So like for this artist tours, I will really bring you through the whole exhibition and really talked about the journey, the, the thought process behind the artworks. So like, I mean, tomorrow's a party. Um, I want to drink and party. Uh, but after that, like during the artist tours is really when I get a bit more in-depth on like the thought process behind the artworks, um, how I've gone through this journey and how I end up here. So just in case you're curious. Yes, and you can sign up on the website. So please do it. Say it in French also for everybody. Ok, alors je disais qu'on a le donc l'opening le, demain de, de 6h30 à 20h et vous pouvez avoir des visites avec Chavon. Si vous voulez, on fera un peu la traduction, etc. pour ceux qui ne parlent pas anglais. Et euh, donc c'est le septembre, c'est le 1er septembre et le deuxième, le second, j'arrive plus à parler français, le pardon, 2 le 2 septembre. Et euh, donc il faut s'inscrire sur le site de la NFT Factory, c'est tout dans la, dans la page. Et il euh, y a le lien qui a été envoyé normalement sur la conversation du NFT Morning. Et euh, c'est important de s'inscrire parce qu'il y aura pas mal de gens. Mais euh, venez, vous êtes les bienvenus. Voilà. Et de manière générale, si vous n'avez pas bouqué, la NFT Factory est ouverte en général De 11h à 19h, du mercredi au samedi. Et euh, l'exposition euh, 
fini euh, samedi. Samedi prochain. Pardon, le 9 septembre. <rire> Merci Lucie et l'honneur d'avoir apporté ces précisions. Alors, Lucie et l'honneur, tu étais silencieuse, mais tu étais autour de la table depuis ce matin. Euh, je vais te laisser te faire une petite conclusion. <rire> J'aime bien faire ça. And we switch back to English because I love you. Uh, I love your English, Lucie et l'honneur. Thank you so much, John. <laughs> uh, no, I'm very honored to have you here. Um, we were very excited to prepare this exhibition. Um, and all the team was uh, uh, in all over the world, <laughs> so it was a bit tricky, but it was really fun. And uh, uh, Loris make, uh, made me discover your, your work one day. He, he sent me a link uh, saying, buy this. And it, <laughs> it was your, your work with a, a woman with a burden, and the more the buyers, the less burden. And uh, I, I love this work as well. My, first work from you. So, yeah, we are very excited and we are waiting for the opening tomorrow. I think there will be a lot of people and, uh, and I'm waiting for Gareto. <laughs> so, thank you, Siobhan, for your trust and uh, enjoy Paris. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yes, yes, yes. And, uh, please, please, uh, John, John, I want to stress one more thing. Of course, of course, of course. I want to stress, I want to stress that, you know, we were talking about uh, the amaze, the amazement of uh, the realistic aspect of the, of Chabon's portrait. But it's one thing, but, you know, it's, 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 it's one thing to be able to produce realistic portraits, but it's something else to be able to convey emotions. And that's the difference between someone mastering a skill and, and an artist. And I think with Chabon, it's, it's, it's really the artistic uh, thing that, that, that shows, you know, not only the skill of being able to do something realistic, is the, 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 the way she, 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 can, she can convey emotions. That's uh, yeah. I go on. <laughs> you know, so Seven, you know that if you, at the moment you feel bad, you know, you feel like a bit depressed, you can give a call to Benoit. Yeah, yeah. So anytime I need an ego boost, I'm like, Benoit, make me feel better. <laughs> now, you know, what he says is true. And I think, you know, this is really the point. Uh, and this is what, uh, you know, why, why we are really excited, you know, to have this solo show at the NFT Factory. It's, uh, I think it's really a, yeah, a big uh, chance for all of us, you know, to do this first uh, solo show in Europe with you. And, uh, you know, really, yeah, I think it's something to not miss and that will stay. Uh, so, yeah, you know, see you tomorrow at the NFT factory. So August 31st. Thank you very much. Uh, au revoir. Uh, au revoir, Chabon. Can you say, yeah? Au revoir. <laughs> <laughs> Au revoir. You know, because in French, you know, you don't have everybody speaking English. You, you have to know a few words. So. Bonjour. <laughs> so, merci beaucoup. Merci, merci beaucoup. beaucoup. Et, uh, et, so, uh, et on se retrouve demain, NFT Morning. See you tomorrow. Uh, we have two more uh, rooms this week. One is a legal room with uh, Ingrid about uh, Yuga Labs' uh, new uh, new trial, actually. And uh, one other will be more about uh, news of the week and uh, what's happening with Sam Sprat drop and other stuff like this. So, thank you very much. Have a great day. And uh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning.